What if you could make just a couple small tweaks to your day, just little habit changes that instantly helped you look and feel younger? Wouldn't you wanna do it? Well, today is part two of a two-part little mini-series where I'm walking you through just a couple really simple things that you can do that actually move the needle and help you look and feel younger. So today, we're tackling the nutrition side of things. Let's jump in. Hey friend, my name is Megan Dahlman. As a certified trainer and nutrition coach, I'm on a mission to change the conversation around fitness, nutrition, and taking care of ourselves as moms. If you're tired of restrictive fad diets and all or nothing workouts, in a culture that tries to sell you the lie that your value is tied to the number on the scale, then you're in the right place. I'm here to equip and encourage you to take simple steps towards the healthy life you want for yourself and the people you love. Welcome to Self-Care Simplified. Well, it's already happening. <laughs> I'm looking around at my friends that are in their 40s and maybe early 50s, and the body complaints are definitely beginning to happen. You know, joint aches and pains, these weird muscle cramps, and even like random injuries that who knows where they came from. And then you've got things like metabolism issues and like those extra pounds that you just can't shake. And then maybe you go to the doctor recently, you had a regular checkup and underneath the surface, the doctor revealed to you things aren't as healthy as you thought they were underneath the surface. And all of these things are just the result of a lifestyle that didn't consistently keep self-care a very top priority. You know, it was kind of like, not bottom of the list, but maybe just not always at the top of the list. And you dabbled with it off and on. But all of these things are a reminder of like, Ugh, I was not quite as consistent with all of these things as I wanted to. And these things definitely get more pronounced in your 50s, 60s, and 70s. All of those little things you start complaining about in your 40s, they just kind of grow and expand because youth... It's just no longer on your side anymore. Youth is not holding you together anymore. It's your day-to-day -day choices, your actions, your decisions. That's what's holding you together now. At this point, it's so easy to get overwhelmed and to feel like some big shifts and big changes need to happen in order to feel a difference, which is why I wanted to do this two-part series with you. I wanted to show you that that's not necessary at all. There's no reason to do a major overhaul. It's these really small, simple habit changes that can really make a big difference in your life. So last week on part one, if you have not listened to that, definitely make sure you go back and listen. We talked all about three really simple habit changes that you can make that are kind of on the movement side of things. So the first one that I challenged you to do was to just go for like a five to 10 minute walk after your meals. And I explained why that was so valuable. The second thing I challenged you to do was every day to do some form of posture correcting stretch, okay? That type of stretch that kind of unfolds your body and puts you back in good alignment. The third thing I mentioned was doing some type of movement each day, some exercise that worked on strengthening your core and why that was so valuable. So definitely go back and listen to that episode. It was so important. And this week I'm going to share three really small nutrition changes that you can make 
that will make a difference. You will feel a difference in your body when you do these. And actually the last one <laughs> might actually come as a shock to you. When I say it, you're going to be like, how is, how is that going to work? That doesn't make any sense. But I need you to know that my mission here is to help you get the ball rolling in the right direction. All right. Trust me that it will pick up momentum. Once we get the ball rolling, these small, simple things often lead to bigger things if necessary. Might not be necessary, all right? But you have to start with these small things first. There's something that I really like to call the snowball analogy. We've heard, you know, getting a snowball going, like it, it gathers more snow as it rolls. But what is easier to start rolling in the beginning? How do we get that snowball going? So much easier to just take like a tiny little snowball and start rolling that along the snow than to take like the base piece of a snowman and try to get that ball rolling. That is really hard to get rolling. And often that's what we do with our habits, especially nutrition. Like we got to do this big, huge overhaul and I got to get this giant thing rolling and try to get this to pick up momentum and try to be consistent with this where my challenge to you is to say, let's do it different. Let's just take something really small and just get that rolling consistently. It's going to feel so much easier, far more doable, and we're going to get and build some momentum in the right direction. Okay, let's jump into these small habit changes that you can do to help you look and feel younger. These are nutrition changes. And by the way, when I say look younger, <laughs> don't get caught up on that. I'm not talking about like looking really young and sexy, okay? What I'm talking about is that vibrance, that youthful vibrance that people have when they're young. You know, you're not moving slow and crotchety. You're instead you're glowing. You have this vigor to you. You have an energy about you. And that's what I mean when I say look. Okay. So don't get caught up on that. All right. So these things are going to help you look and feel younger. All right. The first nutrition habit change that I want you to implement is to just drink a glass of water with each of your meals. Simple, right? Okay. So you might actually already be doing this well. A lot of people, when I introduce this habit to them, they're like, oh, I actually drink water consistently throughout the day. So it's a great reminder to you, like, keep it up. <laughs> Don't stop doing that. But why with the meals? Why does this work? Well, being well hydrated all day long is really, really important. I did a podcast episode on this several weeks ago. I'll be sure to link it for you in the show notes. But it's so important for your metabolism to function properly. Good hydration is important for all of your nutrients in your body to get to all of their appropriate places, for all of those metabolic reactions to happen. It's important for body temperature regulation and blood pressure regulation. So many things. So being hydrated is really, really important. And one thing I mentioned in that other episode was that it's not okay to just chug all of your water at the end of the day. It's far more healthy and valuable for your body to steadily sip on it all day long. And we can use your meals, like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, kind of as anchors, like almost this cue or this trigger that reminds you to also drink water. Okay, so you're already consuming something, you're already consuming food. So let's say, let's just 
add a glass of water to that. So you can use the meals as anchors to kind of trigger this other habit. That way you don't get to the end of the day and be like, oh, I forgot to drink all my water. <laughs> that way you're steadily and consistently drinking it throughout the day. The other thing I like about this habit is that it kind of forces you to slow down. When you take a sip of water in between meals, usually you have to set your fork down, grab your glass of water, take a sip. So it just naturally enforces another really good eating habit, which is eating slowly. So by focusing on the water, we're kind of killing two birds with one stone and also eating slowly. I love that habit. The other thing is that it does help with your digestion. So it instantly helps your gut feel so much better. The food moves through your system significantly better. Bloating and digestional upset, a lot of those things can really disappear once you start drinking water with your meals. All right, so how do you do this? Well, pretty simple. As you're preparing your meals, just be sure to fill up a glass of water. This doesn't need to be like a giant tumbler. This is really just a basic like eight ounce glass of water, all right? So just fill up a glass of water, add ice if you want, add lemon to it if you want, no big deal, but just make sure that you're when you're sitting down at your table with your plate of food, also bring your water with you. And I love this habit too, because it's really helpful um, for when you're having other types of beverages, like coffee or alcoholic beverages or things that are not water. We have a tendency to drink those things instead of water. So try to follow the before and with motto. Before and with, okay? So before you have that cup of coffee, have a glass of water. And then with your coffee, also have water with you. Same goes for, let's say you have a glass of wine. Before you have your glass of wine, have a glass of water. While you're drinking your wine, have a glass of water with you. This is just gonna ensure that you're not drinking that coffee or drinking that wine out of pure thirst or hydration needs. You're just drinking it out of enjoyment, okay? So it's a really great motto to follow before and with when you're drinking anything that's not actually water. Okay, the second small change that you can make to your nutrition habits that's gonna help you look and feel younger is eat your pros. Okay, ingrain this phrase into your brain if it already isn't stuck there for the rest of your life. In fact, tattoo this on your arm if you need to, okay? Eat your pros. So essentially what this means is that at every single meal, when you sit down to eat, when you look down at your meal, you should see protein on your plate, you should see produce on your plate. Pros, right? Protein, produce, okay? I came up with this strategy after years of learning nutrition, of going through nutrition courses in college, of um, understanding, like, like going through certifications and advanced coaching. And it dawned on me one day, I'm like, all of these different like high-end meal plans and nutrition strategies, the consistent thing across the board that they all have, if you look at the Mediterranean diet, if you look at the you know, pretty much every diet out there that is touted as being really healthy, it's protein and produce. Like those are like the backbone of every meal. So you cannot go wrong with this. The more protein you eat, you know, we talk about protein a lot. Check out the very last podcast episode all on protein. That was episode 273. Protein, protein, my friend, this is how you are going to fuel your muscle tissue. This is going to keep your metabolism going, alive and active, so you have less body fat on your body and you feel more energetic and young. Um, 
This is going to help you eat less of the junk food because you're being filled up with protein, okay? It takes a longer time to digest, moves through your system at a little bit of a slower pace so that you can really absorb those nutrients. I cannot say enough about protein. That second thing is produce. Every single meal needs produce, fruits and vegetables, or one or the other, okay? So Produce is absolutely necessary because that's where we get all of our fiber, our vitamins, our minerals, and also good healthy carbohydrates. Produce is full of really great carbohydrates that your body needs for energy. We need all those vitamins and minerals. We need all of these things to stay fueled and energetic, all right? So healthy nutrition can be dramatically simplified into that single phrase, eat your pros, okay? Okay, stop for just a second. How are your fitness and nutrition habits right now? Like, really? If I randomly showed up at your house today and watched how you ate, how your workouts were going, how you moved about the day, just how you took care of yourself, what would I be witnessing? Would you be proud or a little embarrassed? Okay, don't worry. I'm not showing up at your house. However, that little thought experiment is very revealing about what could use a little work. So if you could use some help to get yourself back on track and feel so much healthier, I have a free five-day guide with simple daily challenges that I can deliver straight to your inbox. These include some nutrition tips, my favorite movements and stretches, and more that will really help you jumpstart some good habits. Super doable, nothing extreme, and it will get that ball rolling. And I want to give it to you for free, okay? Just go to vigeofit.com slash tips to sign up. That's vigeofit.com slash tips, or you can hit up the link in the show notes, and I will immediately send you the first day's healthy tips. You're going to love it. All right, so how do you do this? Let me make this as simple for you as possible, okay? So the first thing I want you to start with the protein. Begin with that first. Don't let the protein be an afterthought because this is what your body really, really needs. You're most likely not eating enough, okay? So at each of your meals, try to choose a palm-sized amount of protein. So take your hand out, look at the kind of the diameter of your palm and even the thickness of your palm, and that is equivalent to about one good portion for you. So if you were to match that up with like a piece of chicken or salmon, that's going to be equivalent to somewhere around 30 to 40 grams of protein. So that's the number that we're trying to hit with your meals is getting you up at least over the 20 gram per meal mark, closer to 30 to 40 grams per meal. Okay, so choose your protein first and then add in the produce, all right? Fruit or vegetables, basically anything from the produce section of the grocery store goes, okay? Anything from that section is really, really great, all right? So maybe you could have one of each. Maybe you have some fruit and you have some vegetables. Maybe you only have vegetables, all right? So I suggest that at each meal, you're choosing two fist-sized amounts. And this is basically gonna be about half your plate, all right? So take your fist out and you can see like from your wrist up, that's about one serving of like chopped vegetables. So you want about two of those per meal. So it could be one serving of chopped veggies with one like whole apple. Okay, so we're trying to get like two servings and what that's gonna do, it's gonna load you up with fiber, load you up with vitamins and minerals, 
combine that with the protein, and now you have this really filling meal that's nutrient-dense without being calorie-dense. Okay, so let me give you a few meal ideas to make this, to kind of give you a visual of what an average day of eating would look like if you ate pro-based, okay? So breakfast, let's call it an omelet, like a veggie omelet for breakfast. This is what I do most days. Um, so you're going to have a bunch of chopped up veggies, saute those in a pan and use a bunch of eggs. I usually eat three eggs for breakfast, but if that feels like too much for you, we want to get that protein still. So just do two whole eggs plus two egg whites, and that will help you get your protein up. And then have like two fist-sized amounts of veggies with that, or you could have one fist-sized amount of veggies and like a banana on the side. Okay, moving on to lunch. Lunch could be a chicken salad. It could be half a bag of like a salad kit with a palm-sized amount of chicken, okay? Easy lunch. I do that most days of the week. Snack, moving on to a snack. I do want you to eat a snack every day too. So this could be like cottage cheese or a Greek yogurt with some berries, okay? So now we're having maybe just fruit at your snack or maybe just vegetables, but still we're gonna try to get about a palm-sized amount of that produce. Dinner could be like a salmon filet, about a palm-sized amount of salmon with like half of your plate two fist-sized amounts of roasted vegetables. That would be a lot of food, but that is really, really nutrient-dense. You've got a lot of protein, a lot of produce on that day. You'd be feeling pretty darn good. All right, the third and final nutrition habit that I want you to start implementing, it's gonna help you feel young and pain-free and healthy and energetic. And the moment I say this, you're gonna be like, what, how would that, how will that work? <laughs> I want you to splurge once every day, okay? I want you to splurge once every day. That means that everything I just described, the protein, the produce, at least once a day, I want you to have something that's not that, all right? Something that's what you may have in the past called a cheat, okay? So why? Why does this work so well? When you completely restrict your yourself from splurge-worthy things, from anything that you might consider a cheat, like something that's like a treat of some kind, that pressure builds up every single time you restrict. You do it again, day after day, that pressure is continuing to build up, and at some point it explodes and you will binge in that moment. Usually this happens on day three. Most situations, the, the longest I've seen a woman go without totally exploding is about five days. That is like pure willpower. It's so difficult, but usually it's day three. You know, you have one, day one is a perfect day. You didn't have any splurges. Day two, oh, you really white knuckled your way through that day. Perfect day. Halfway through day three, you said, Ugh, screw it. I can't do this anymore. I just give me all the things. <laughs> okay, so you need that pressure release valve. I would much rather you have one intentional splurge every day that you thought through, that you really truly enjoyed every day, rather than three perfect days in a row and then four straight days of binging and splurging out of control. The other reason why this is so valuable is that every day you're getting this opportunity to practice mindfulness and self-control 
in not a pressure cooker environment. The last place that you want to be practicing this is that day three or day four when that pressure has built up so hard and you're like, I have zero willpower left. But if every day you're getting an opportunity to have something that's splurge worthy every single day, that pressure is not building up and you can practice this pretty easily. Okay. So yes, I know it feels backwards, but I want you to splurge every day. All right. So how are you going to do this? <laughs> because this is not just a daily binge fest. Okay. You're not going to have like perfect meals at the beginning of the day and then out of control meals the rest of the day. All right. This is not how this is going to go. Basically 80 to 90% of your meals are still going to look like what I just described, those big pro-filled meals. It's just that occasionally, once each day, you're going to have a small treat. And what I want you to do is think through what your favorite splurges are. This might have been something that you would have called your temptation in the past or something that was like a cheat. Try to change the terminology and call it your favorite thing. For me, it's chocolate. I love a good piece of dark chocolate and honestly, sugary, fruity candy, eh, I could kind of live without. I could, I could maybe go the rest of my life without eating it, but chocolate, I, I really could not go the rest of my life without eating chocolate. <laughs> so figure what that, figure out what that is for you. What is your favorite splurge? What is the thing that when you have it, there's nothing else you'd rather have. This is the thing. This is the thing that you really, truly enjoy. Really identify what that is. And it could change from one day to another. One day you guys might be going out to ice cream. Or you might decide today, my thing is going to be this bowl of ice cream. Tomorrow, my splurge tomorrow is going to be, I really, today, I really want to have that glass of wine. Okay, so it might change from one day to the next. But what I want you to do is pick one thing, be really thoughtful, really intentional about it, and enjoy it slowly, as slowly as you can. Try to not be eating it or consuming it in a distracting distracted manner because you're not even going to be tasting it and fully enjoying it. So slow down, fully enjoy it so that you really savor and taste every bite. Practice throughout the rest of your day saying, nope, I'm going to have my chocolate later. I'm going to have that favorite thing later. So I'm going to say no to this weird handful of crackers that I want to grab. <laughs> okay. So practicing no to all the other things and really focus on having that one splurge each day. That's your absolute favorite thing. And then move on. And as I say these habits, I know I can read your mind right now. You're, you're probably thinking that's not going to do enough. Like that is just not going to be enough. Like maybe you have 30 pounds that you'd like to lose and you just don't feel like just eating pros at every meal is going to do anything and definitely not splurging every day. That's not going to do anything. So you get these arrows of doubts like just thrown at you when it comes to these small, simple habits because you want to go to the extreme tactic. We love that all-in strategy. It gives us that boost of power and like importance, but it's often, almost always often these small, simple things that make the biggest difference. Okay. So let me ask you this. If you were to take your eating habits as they are now, and you started to consistently drink a glass of water at every meal, and you got yourself to the point that you were consistently hydrated every single day. 
and you drink water before coffee, with coffee, before alcoholic beverages, with the, like you just drink water all day long. And if you started to have three or four meals every single day that looked like those ones I described that were really pro-filled, lots of protein, lots of fresh produce. And if you only splurge once a day, and it was always just that one thing that was your favorite thing and you never overindulged. It was just that one thing that you really, really enjoyed and you no longer binged on treats for a full day and had a full cheat day. Would that be better than where you are now? Would that look better? Would, would that be better habits than what you have now? Probably, probably would be. We want to go the perfect and extreme route so often when really all we need is to just get super consistent with the simple things. And I can promise you that if you became a woman that went for a five to 10 minute walk after most of your meals, if you did a posture correcting stretch each day, if you added a core exercise at some point into your daily routine, if you drank a glass of water at each of your meals, if you consistently ate meals that were loaded with protein and produce, and if you just had one splurge a day, well, you would be doing all of those secrets that centenarians, that's a fun word, centenarians, that's your word of the day, the people that live to be 100 years old, these would be, these are all of the secrets that they say, that they talk about are the keys to feeling young, looking young and being pain-free. It's the simple things, my friend. So as we're wrapping up, I just want to ingrain this in you that I don't want you to underestimate the power of small, simple changes, okay? Let this be your motivation to get out there, do that walk, to pour that glass of water with your meal, to have that one splurge tonight, nice and slow and intentional, to do these little things because we're just getting the ball rolling in the right direction and it could end up somewhere pretty cool, right? We're, get, we're moving that snowball in the direction that it needs to move. And the way your body is gonna feel at that point is amazing. Now, I know you might feel like you need more help with this. You might be like, I could really use some accountability. I could really use guidance with these steps. I could really use someone like holding my hand, telling me exactly what to do and what to eat and how to move each day, like follow along. You know, I, I, I kinda want some constant support with all of this, like I just have tried to do this on my own and I can't, okay? This is my specialty, friend. This is what I do. I help women just like you get the ball rolling, get started, and get moving in the direction with small, simple things that make a big difference in your life for a long time. This is my Jumpstart 30 program, okay? This is what it's all about. These are small, simple, doable habits that are not big shifts, not giant overhauls of your routine. We just start implementing really small, simple things that make you feel so good and actually prove to you that you are capable of so much. So if you want to join me in Jumpstart 30, I would love it. I would love to work with you. I really, really would. Well, friend, I hope you feel inspired. After these couple episodes, I hope you feel just motivated and encouraged to get out there and take care of yourself. Make your body a priority. 
you're gonna have this body for a while. So let's keep it healthy. Let's keep it feeling great for as long as possible. Thank you for joining me. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And until next time, stay strong.